Well, hello and welcome to a very special episode of Say Something Interesting. It's a follow-up podcast uh, from East Lake Tri-Cities, a church in Richland, Washington. Hopefully you are familiar with the church and the strategy and all of those things, and that's what's brought you here. I can't imagine that this would be an entry point uh, for too many people if you're not familiar <laughs> with Eastlake. I, I don't know how you found um, it, just randomly well, Googling stuff. But We've talked about this many times, but there are several people who listen to this because they know me. Yes, and they of course. Have zero association with, and any they want other life updates the from Megan because <laughs> I'll be first to tell you, Megan's a bit spotty when it comes to the social media updates in life. Although, although she did post, I did about a boyfriend. I did who's shoveling your driveway. He was. It was pretty great. It's it's. Uh, How is that? Was that was that nice to have? Like a yeah. little hey, come on over. Let's like watch Netflix and maybe you could shovel my driveway or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. It was more like I'm gonna shovel your driveway for you. Nice. So, um, yeah. It and was nice. for the record, people does not live close. No. Really, it's what 45 minutes an yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so to just come and do that, that's a yeah. uh, that's an act of love. <laughs> that's a commitment. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, we were already together, so it wasn't like out of his way totally, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, he did it. Good. I was kind of like... How would you rate his job? Oh, excellent. Like 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. He even, uh, he did all of my sidewalk. You don't live that far from the church. Does he just want to come and do the sidewalk for your <laughs> church too? I don't think so. Just tell them, but, you know, um, just tell them. So I live on a corner lot. He did my whole sidewalk of okay. my property. Um, and he he did one of my two driveways, but I don't really, like we don't use the other one. And so I don't use the other one. And so it's not like, yeah. it's not important. And then he even did my neighbor's sidewalk in front of her house and her driveway up to her car. Oh, so, look at that. Yeah. Trying to butter up good to the neighbors. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> I like it. That's great. Yeah, he did great. Good. And he shoveled the next day because that was like Sunday night. And then he shoveled again Monday morning. So did I do a pathway to my hot tub before I did my driveway? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but I did not. Uh, I didn't use the hot tub uh, before I did it. But yeah, I, I was uh, like, hey, yeah. that's a priority. We got to get that figured out because I'm not walking uh, out here. Yeah, hot tubbing in the, in the snow seems fun. Oh, it's so awesome, yeah. Megan. It yeah. is the best. I've done I've done natural hot springs in the snow and that was Have awesome. You? Yeah, it's so, so great. Yeah. The best part I think about it is um, you, you've been our, you've seen our house. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's on kind of a corner. Our backyard goes up in, into like a, a roundabout. Yeah. And it's the entry roundabout for the entire neighborhood. And yeah. so even when we were thinking about getting a hot tub, Kylie's like, I don't like how like exposed it kind of is to everybody. Like they all see you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I'm like, who cares? Your hot tub. And you're like, I'm, I'm in a better spot than you are. You're, what are you heading to work? Yeah. This is great. <laughs> so, but the funny part now is, uh, is getting out of the hot tub. When you're like drying off mm-hmm. and you're just out in single digit temperatures, yeah, like and, wet, and, and you're wet, but like you're, it's so hot, you're so hot that it yeah. doesn't feel cold yet, right? Like if you stayed out there for ten minutes, yeah, obviously you start getting cold, but right away you're just like, man, this is this is awesome. <laughs> and the visual of somebody in their car who probably like just got in their car, scraped their windows because they don't park it in the garage, <laughs> and then, you know that freezing when everything yeah, about yeah. your car is just chilly, and then and you're, you're driving like around, yeah, you're yeah. shivering in the car. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, if I can just make it to Court Street, then that's when my heater starts coming up. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing, right? Doing the math in their head, and then they go through that roundabout, and they see me in nothing but a swimsuit outside, just like taking the view, giving them a little wave as they go by. It must be it must be like a weird thing. They're probably like, people. must be nice. I guess. Must be nice. 
Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, it's good times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, it uh, caused a, a delay, uh, not a delay. It caused yeah, a cancellation cancel, yeah. of school. Mm-hmm. So you had an unexpected day off. We're, yeah. we're recording this on a Tuesday. We are. Uh, because usually we do Mondays, but um, my kids were off of school and you were off of school. Yeah. Uh, and so we just said, you know, let's do it the next day because yeah. let's let's make this let's enjoy this for what it is a nice little day. So, uh, what did you do on your day off oh, other than I, watch your boyfriend shovel your driveway? <laughs> I did laundry. Okay. And I sat on my new couch. Okay. And I watched The Crown. <laughs> okay. Binge the show. Yeah. The new season or catching up from an new old season, one? Or, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's been out for maybe like a month now, but okay. I just hadn't had time to watch it. Yeah. So yeah. Good. That's yeah. great. It was awesome because I got new furniture on Saturday. That's a that's a sweet deal. Yeah, good timing for that. Yeah, like an actual full length couch that people can sit on, and it's we not awful. Oh man, I'm trying to debate how far I should go into this thing. Okay, <laughs> um, okay. So we have a family in our neighborhood on the other cul-de-sac across from us. Okay, who are moving out? Who let us know? He's a uh, he's a Seventh Day Adventist pastor, and okay. they like, like switched their. Is that the kid that Jesus juked you that one? Time? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Gianna. Yes, yeah. totally. <laughs> Um, you, uh, the Jesus juke was, do you know why, uh, roses have thistles? And I said, uh, or thorns, thorns. Yeah. Whatever. And I yeah. said something like, Oh, I think it's like to protect, you know, the flower, the beautiful flower. No, it's cause Eve <laughs> ate an apple. And I was like, Oh, we're going that far back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that was that. So that's the girl. Uh-huh. So their family he got transferred because that's oh, okay. how they do their mm-hmm. church thing. Mm-hmm. And so they're moving to Midwest somewhere. And so their house has been on the market. And their moving truck showed up on Monday morning. Oh, dang. In a huge semi that was trying to attempting to turn into our street so that and they could back are into theirs. Awful my parents in the came snow. my parents came over because they like my dad has a tradition of making um uh, fried donut holes oh, okay. on Christmas on the first snow of the year. Oh, he always okay. makes donut holes and then bring delivers them to all the kids. And so they were over delivering donut holes, and he goes, "Holy cow! Look at that truck trying to pull in your neighborhood." And this giant semi is oh pulling gosh. in, taking out our tree branches and oh, doing no. everything to try and back into this spot. And I thought, what a day to like have to move <laughs> everything that you own out onto the. That would just be just a absolute train yeah. wreck. Of mm-hmm. uh, of uh, existence, yeah. so we always moved in the summer, thankfully. But you know, when yeah. it happens, it happens. I so. guess, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was uh, that was our time off. I'm doing a a, a puzzle right now. We're working. Oh, yeah, I'm you were telling us about it before. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, a New Yorker puzzle. You said it looks. It's really hard, right? It's uh, it's hard, but not as hard as last uh, year's. Okay, that's. Okay, that's an improvement because last time you told us about it, you were like, I think it's going to be really hard. No, I know. And I'm putting it together (laughs) and it is, but I got the edges done. Edges are done. I'm slowly working my way in. Um, But uh, I put last year's on eBay uh, this week because, uh, you know, Kylie's (laughs) looking at her closet space going, if you're buying new things, things have to go. So, because one of the things on my list was like a new, like this new board game thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she's like, all right, well, that's, that means something's got to go. It's either got to go <laughs> in the, in the, in the garage, in the dumpster or in your office. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, um, and so th- this one's going on and in my eBay description, I wrote just, just a heads up, an almost impossible puzzle just to give you a heads up. I, you will think that I'm lying, but all of the pieces are there. <laughs> There will be multiple times after you buy this that you will say, this guy ripped me off from 12 pieces. Yeah. And you will just have to look harder because they are there. 
Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, I've had no bids on this. Uh, yeah, that's like a real. I, I might have enticing. to train. I might have to pull it back and be like, super yeah. easy, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Do this with your three-year-old. Great way to celebrate Disney. Or like reframe it, like uh, like very like challenging, yeah, like a mind puzzling, or you yeah. know, I don't know, change the language so that it sounds like fancier. I might, yeah, not maybe. like ominous, but like. You're saying all the same. Well, I'm beans. trying to set the bar high. Like, if you buy this, I know. you're a smart person. <laughs> yeah, you but sh- say that. Don't say like this is extremely hard. Well, I want them to know. <laughs> I want them to. I don't want them to return it to me thinking mm-hmm. this guy kept some of the pieces. You can return things on eBay. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course you can. Okay, for sure. And I'd have to accept it, and then I'm paying shipping both ways. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You should just say no return. Make a no return policy on it. Yeah, you are gonna. You are gonna be. Uh, <laughs> Have some very uh, fun choice language, words. some yeah. choice words, <laughs> some very choice words. Yep. Uh, I uh, speaking of that, I was just thinking through. Um, I've got some. I'm in a pastors network of guys, right? And so mm-hmm. uh, text messages back and forth of all the things that we're doing or how's yeah, Christmas it's going. Like blah, busy blah blah season, blah. Yeah. yeah. And one of them the other day sent uh, a video of a guy. Uh, actually, three videos. Uh, all inappropriate and unsafe <laughs> for work of pastors who are attempting to uh, either lead in lead prayers or transition or um, do prayer requests like mm-hmm. from the front and either giving too much information that's not necessary <laughs> or messing up on that information oh, or no. letting words slip that they shouldn't slip. Oh no! And then having to like and the, my favorite was the last the last and I can't even I can't I I went down this road and I can't even tell you what he said because yeah. it's just inappropriate. But the ability. <laughs> The ability to just kind of keep the conversation going yeah. and act like that, nothing. It was, I know what it was. I'm going to say it. It doesn't matter. It was, it was an offering. And you, Lord, you said when you take, you know, when you're willing to take the tithe into this, it's supposed to be into the storehouse. Uh-huh. He said into the whorehouse. Oh, if no. you take the tithe into the whorehouse, you've said that you will bless that. And he just kept rolling with it. And as he's praying, he's smiling as he's saying it. Because he knows he what he knows said. He knows without a doubt. I know what I just said, (laughs) and you know what I just said. (laughs) But if I can keep talking, perhaps Grandma Betty will be like, I think I heard something, but that must be me. Yeah. (laughs) A hundred percent. It was the best. Teachers do that, too. It was the best. Except for kids, don't let you go. Like They're like, I think you just said, and I'm like, I did, and we're moving on. We're moving on. (laughs) Absolutely. See, the, the best part is... Is your stuff isn't recorded, right? Yeah, There's no, no cameras in there. There's nope. no nothing. There's no live streaming to the yeah. world. I on mean, replay. there was at one point. Yeah. Well, a Zoom teaching. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And we and we got plenty <laughs> of funny stuff coming from that. Yeah. <laughs> scenario. Bring your tithe into the horrors. Now, here's my fear. My fear now is you're gonna, gonna be say it. yes. The next time I ever preach on that, it's gonna be I'm gonna have to sh- either show that video. <laughs> Or really write out my words and talk very slowly. Except you about don't it. actually read your words when no, you're talking. No, but if I knew I if I knew I had to say something specifically. So like even for the the instance this That's weekend, true. we did I did a funeral ceremony for Aubrey's mom, uh, Greta, and who passed away, and we did a memorial service. And I have that thing scripted out because I know if I go off topic, I could, I'm I I know myself too much. Mm-hmm. I'll either. I'll probably if I know the person, I'll get too emotional into yeah. it, or B, 
Um, I I use humor to oh, yeah. to detract, like yeah. if I screw up on something, yeah. right? And that's not the appropriate place to be like, oh, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not the appropriate place to crack jokes yeah, or no, or really. whatever. I and mean, so, maybe depending on the person. Maybe. But probably not in that situation. Okay, I did crack a small joke on this. Yeah, you can crack a small joke out if you because, know. Because uh, Chris Pitzer was there. Yeah. Our friend Chris. You know Chris. Yeah. And we did some family sharing. And uh, and Phil was sharing up at the front. And I kept asking, does anybody, would anybody else like to share? And, you know, it, it was one of those. It was tough because it's like, obviously, it was an emotional ceremony yes. right Greta passed away suddenly yes. unexpectedly yeah. at a very young age still right and so that's yeah. tough and so um I I'm looking at the front row it's Aubrey it's her sister Ashley it's Chris and and Phil and um <laughs> and Chris isn't moving a, an inch oh, right heck no. and and <laughs> not his style so while while Phil is talking about one of his favorite memories of them um when Aubrey and Chris were dating or possibly engaged uh-huh. at Christmas time, going and knocking on random people's doors and singing them Christmas carols, uh-huh. and how uh, and that how, that just brought her joy to like put be put in uncomfortable situations with mm-hmm. people that she doesn't know and still being so kind and just an outgoing person mm-hmm. that she can make that work. And and he goes, I know it killed Chris, and I'm still surprised that he stayed with my daughter in spite of that. <laughs> Chris got up from his seat and said into the microphone, "It was awful." <laughs> And then sat back down. That was it. Yeah. And then I got up after Phil was all done. He yeah. played the song that he had played. Oh, my God. Eh, Megan, he played a song on his guitar and sang that he sang at their wedding. Aww. Oh, my golly. Just waterworks. Yeah, Anyways, nobody dry eye for no. sure. And uh, so then I get down. I'm like, Phil, I know why she picked you, man. A guy with a guitar and a song. Like, how does somebody say no to that? She said yes, because how could she not? Yeah. And then I said, and Chris, your kind words too. Just really meaningful and heartfelt. <laughs> Thank you. So very Chris-like yeah. on this. So, but yeah, uh, in that moment, that yeah. was the, that was the most extent at which I could crack something funny yeah. and get everybody like, okay, it is funny and it is lighthearted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, traditionally my talk fast and make funny jokes on the side does not translate well. So. That makes sense. Well, I'm glad you can pivot to yeah. something more serious when you need to. <laughs> Hey, this is the week. I, I will get into business. Everybody's like, dude, this is supposed to be a church podcast. I know, but I haven't seen Megan in a while and it feels good to catch up. This was the week you met your new students. And we yeah, said, yeah. we said last week, oh, yeah. you were going to come and tell mm-hmm. us, give us an update. Better or worse, right? Better or worse than last semester tri- trimester's okay, I think students. I will have more behavior issues. Okay. But I also think I might have like more gifted students slash higher level oh students. so the variance is high yeah uh-huh. but higher yeah okay all right so that's why that's my report all right because on the first week i had a kid write the n-word in our student chat and draw a wiener on his desk so <laughs> and then look same me, kid yeah and then look me dead in the eye and deny it both times <laughs> <laughs> when i was like i literally saw you do oh it. my gosh so um okay I'm trying to save you from unemployment in your future. Really got to get a hold of this. Uh, yeah. That's funny. So yeah, that's uh, that's my report. That was on day three. Those two things had happened by day three. Yeah. And I was like, this is not a great start. So uh, uh, Megan's emotional stability piece of this in, in all of this, are, does that make you more excited about this trimester that you'll oh, have that um, kind of variance? Or like, oh man, it's going to be more work and I'm, I'm nervous about um, I'm ex- a little bit. I'm excited, I guess. I don't know. I think that sometimes the behavior issues, um, it's not like excitement or like worry or whatever. It's just like, okay, I got to approach that class different. 
Yeah. Like they don't get silly Miss Bojan. Got it. Like ever. Yeah. Um, because they can't handle silly Miss Bojan ever because <laughs> it's mostly just immaturity. Um, so I can't be like, I have to be the most mature. You can't be immature with yeah. them. Cause yeah. they'll just, feed but on like there are some lower. classes that like you can be silly with and like joke around with and it's fine and they can bounce back from that. And like you can, we can have that moment as a class and then pull back into something more serious. But like, I already know that class is nope. Like it's a no, I, <laughs> I have, have to be, be the adult. The, in the room. I have to be 100% the adult. Yeah all the time yeah well, um, that's which is good. you fine. are an adult yeah i am an adult <laughs> pro- it's your professional job so yeah, you know sure. you're a professional it's gonna work out yeah yeah but it does it changes the dynamic a little sure bit, which absolutely. is absolutely i also like last week i didn't have the i didn't give them a seating chart yet and so that it was like a group of boys and they were all sitting together and feeding off each other yeah. and i we're gonna change we, that up we have a fast. seating i did seating chart this week and uh, i split them all apart <laughs> Um, and, and did you tell them it's random? I just like drew names. No, out of I hat. 100% looked at okay, them and good. I was like, you will not be sitting together. <laughs> Nor has anything you've done this week yeah. earned you sitting together. Yeah. So they knew they weren't going to be sitting together. That makes and sense. I told them why. It's <laughs> yeah. good. good. So, hey, it's Advent um, season. Yeah, it is. And uh, we kicked it off on Sunday, even though we're technically a week behind on it. Uh, it was supposed to be week two of Advent, but yep. week one in our in the liturgical yeah, calendar. Yeah, in our in our yeah. way of doing things, it's it's that. And uh, are you doing uh, any particular program this no, year? No, I keep um. I'm one of my favorites who I've talked about a bunch, but Black Liturgies does Advent stuff. So I like, I read it on her Instagram, but she also has like a Patreon where you can get a full like devotional. Cool. Um, and I've wanted to do it, but I've never actually done it. So, um. Yeah, I'm not doing like an actual thing. Yep. Just kind of being contemplative and stuff myself. Good. That's great. Yeah. Um and uh it, it it's that is the point of of the season is contemplation and a little bit more melancholy and and leading up towards Christmas. Let's let's make joy to the world special on Christmas Day. Uh and the light uh that is entering into the world and has entered into the world be kind of shining brighter in in the midst of ever increasing darkness and that's been the point of it. Um we looked at um the birth narrative of John the Baptist, as Luke presented it, felt like it was part of the Christmas story, um, and we're going to be in Luke for the next couple of weeks. That's the plan, is to stay there. Um, so if you are reading up on that or want to follow along, we'll be joining up uh, or continuing that conversation mm-hmm. this Sunday. But um, specifically, Zechariah, a priest who gets his lucky day, his, his lottery uh, pick is done. He's, he's chosen to enter into the Holy of Holies. He's approached by an angel who has this prediction about him having a son. It's very much reflects the Abraham Sarah mm-hmm. narrative of mm-hmm. but we're too old like we've kind of given up hope and what are people going to think and we've already kind of made that decision about us um so that's part of it and not to mention then it's like tie-ins to uh the Old Testament in terms of who uh, of the Elijah connection of the perception that Elijah would or an Elijah like figure would you know uh pre um uh, predate the Messiah or or lay the pathways for this and this is going to be your son um, and he's going to, you know, make, he's going to prepare a people, which is what Luke's version of it was, mm-hmm. uh, for what God is doing, um, which I, I mentioned is a little bit different than what we oftentimes have read or could read Malachi uh, chapter 3, verse 1, or Isaiah chapter 40 as saying, uh, prepare ye the way of the Lord, like do us as a nation, we need to do our part so that mm-hmm. God will once again remember us. Even in naming Zechariah, uh, Zechariah, which was Yahweh will remember us once again always trying to like 
you know, woo the attention of a God who might or might not exist out there and how often we kind of live in that way instead of in, in a more proper way of realizing uh, God does or does not do things based on our goodness and our righteousness. <laughs> um, and, and we are called to be a people who watch and wait and see kind of what is in store and where he's acting, where he's moving, and how do we get to be a part of it. So um, what were some takeaways from you that you kind of uh, thought or uh, had? Um, I did listen to it. Um, and I was doing chores while I was listening to it, though. Um, oh, I think the one I the one that kind of stuck with me um, – I think it always resonates with me this time, but like the, um, when you're talking about O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, the song and, um, like the weary world rejoicing is kind of an empty hope. Um, and that was the part that I was, I was thinking about like that, like you're hoping out of habit instead of like true hope. You're like, well, I hope this is going to happen, but you're like, I don't think it's going to actually happen. (laughs) You know, like, and I, I feel like it's like every so, year me yeah. asking my parents for the newest video game system. Yeah. And they'd be like, you can write it down. Like, go for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you should definitely hope for that. Yeah. And or, then never, and, ever getting and it. And I but. feel like even on a serious level, like people get that way about relationships or about um, like wanting a child or, um, you know, whatever it is, right? There can be some very deep, hopes that people hold that are empty yeah like you say that because you think you should or because then people will not feel sorry for you and you don't want to be pitied so well i'm hoping for this what but you don't actually believe it's gonna happen anymore um and i think that like an advent for me is always an invitation to like sit in the hurt and to sit in the weariness and to like just allow the darkness to let you be Mm -hmm. and it's permission to like be broken and be weary and be tired and be hopeless. And then it's this like reveal of there's some, there is still hope. There's this light, there's this little flicker that you can hold on to and look towards. Yeah. Um, And I think it's so important. I think I've said this a bunch at Advent, but like, it's so important to allow yourself to feel your pain and to be in the darkness and to like exist in that space. Um, and it's so easy now at this time of year, just cause it's especially where we live, you know, like it's dark at four thirty, and it's easier to like, remember that. Yeah. And so I, that's always, that always like hits me at Advent. That's always my like Advent thing. Yeah. I got a question sent to me, and the intention wasn't, hey, please talk about this on your podcast. She just was somebody who attends a church. I don't even know if she listens. But but I I thought to myself, I'm going to email her back in response to it. But I also would like – I mean, she's probably not the only one thinking this. Yeah. Um, So how do we bring this a part of this thing too? Um, She wrote this. What does that look like? uh, Based on today's subject and service, based on Advent, what does it look like? What would step one, just step one be for someone who religiously looks – for the cheerful holiday activities and songs to avoid whatever the holidays and life bring. And I think, I think what she's saying is like, I, I, I look for that. Like I, I like that. I long yeah. for that. Cause I am struggling. Perhaps I am, uh, I, I am trying to work through some of that other stuff. And it's nice to have a little bit of a reprieve <laughs> in part of the year to be like, yeah. 
oh, it's joyful and and it's well because sometimes hopeful. like that happiness is an act. Yes, and often a lot of times it's an act. Yes, and and our our fast paced commercial society doesn't give you permission to be sad yeah. or to be weary or to need rest. And I think the first step is saying, I'm tired. Yeah. And I'm tired at a deep soul level of this, this, and this. And, and just saying that, I think that's, that's step number one is saying out loud, I am tired and it is dark and I feel dark and I feel weary about that darkness. And then, and then sit with that. Yeah. And explore that and say, it's okay. It's okay to feel tired. It's okay to feel weary. It's okay to need rest. Those are all things that are part of us that we experience that we need to be able to experience. And I love Advent and I love this season because it is an invitation to do that. God is saying it is okay to be weary because I have the solution. Yeah. And I think if I could have gotten, and and maybe I will in in part two, maybe, maybe it's like what she's trying to say is give me more handles in terms of practically, how do I do that? And give me a step, give me one step. I mean, you know, that's like, what do I got to do? And I would say at first for me, or if I was recommending this, it would say monitor how much of the unchecked um, positivity I'm taking in this holiday season. Um, because I think some of it is okay and it's fine. I'm not like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to be Scrooge on this thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I also am trying to say like, honestly, Starbucks doesn't care about you being married. They want you to buy more coffee. Mm-hmm. It's most of what you see is a marketing thing because they want you to watch a film or mm-hmm. feel good about it or whatever. Um, and so I would say um, check myself on Am I being strategic about what I am allowing myself to focus on and to watch and to listen to and to read this holiday season? And if you can think about it, and I, I know this, I know this person is very much into um, fitness and all that kind of stuff. And so I, my analogy would be something along the lines of, um, you know, it's okay to have uh, an eggnog or a, a chocolate or whatever, you know, some sort of Christmas treats, but mm-hmm. you know. There's also a chance, a, a time, <laughs> there's also a season in which you want to watch what you're putting in into that, right? And if I'm constantly um, engaging in high profile, high positivity, but low, less, like flimsy reality, then all I'm doing is, is essentially eating high caloric food that actually provides no meaningful sustenance and, and long-term energy for myself. Um, and so I want to check that and be like, I want to make sure I'm getting my my fruits and veggies of uh, like real, maybe it doesn't taste as good, but like it actually provides me with things that my body needs. Yeah. And I think that that's what Advent really is focusing on is saying, hey, we'll get to the 25th. There'll be a time for cake and pizza and all the kind of good stuff. But like also um, a weary, you know, a weary world rejoices. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's part of this. Why, you know, you're in a state, you should be in a state where it's like, oh, come, I'm, I'm desperate for a change. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, um, in this situation. And so, um, that's what I I would say. I'd be like, monitor it. What am I watching? Am I, what am I listening to? What, what, what are the, 
What are the inputs in my life on this? How do I keep that at um, in a strategic way of being intentional about? I'm not saying you can't watch a, a Christmas movie. Watch a Christmas. Movie. I want to. <laughs> I'm planning on watching National Lampoons like tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> like it's happening. You know what I mean? But yeah. like I don't want to be the person that that Auden poet uh, or a poet the poem that he wrote Mm -hmm. says keep the volume up keep the lights on never listen to the darkness never figure out that never realize that you're just a lonely kid in a haunted room yeah you know what i mean and i think that this time more than most seasons in life we can do that we can keep the lights on the music loud because there's plenty of that to go around so for sure um i there's that reminds me this is um going back to black liturgies Uh, the other thing i would say like as a handle is like Find some, find a religious based Advent something that you can be part of. Um, Black Liturgies does one. Um, like there's, there's a lot of options out there. Um, and maybe that's a more, that's a way to like work yourself into having that more sustaining like um, experience at Christmas time. Yep. But this is a quote from Morgan Harper Nichols, who's a poet. Um, and it says, there's a reason the sky gets dark at night. We were not meant to see everything all the time. We were meant to rest and trust even in the darkness. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, like, (laughs) like that poet that on the, this is the flip side of that other poem you were saying, like, we're not meant to do that. There's supposed to be time where we don't see. Yeah. There's supposed to be things that are dark. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. I like it. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm excited to continue the series, and uh, we've got two more weeks of this, and then along with, we announced our Christmas schedule on Sunday as well. Yeah. Um, so three o'clock and five o'clock on Christmas Eve. We'd love nice. to have anybody and everybody come out for that. All of the kids are all together in oh, the main auditorium that night. Yep. We do candles, and Kylie reads a little story, and it's a good time. <laughs> so uh, it'll be fun. So mark calendars for that. Nothing on Christmas Day. That's a Sunday this year, as well as New Year's Day. That's also a Sunday, and uh, we are going to be taking a break and then back on January 8th for a new series. So there you go. Uh, all right. We're going to jump into our something interesting. This it. is the part of the uh, podcast where we just highlight something that we've watched, experienced, or read recently that we felt like was interesting and worthy of sharing in this venue and this opportunity. So, Megan, I open, which means you go first. Yeah, I don't think I shared this, but um, over Thanksgiving weekend, I went and saw the movie Devotion. Oh, okay. Have you seen previews uh, for it? No, but you sent me... Did you? Did we talk about a trailer for this already? It's no, I don't think so. Okay, I, I've seen a trailer for it. Okay. Then. I don't. I thought um, it was you, but it might have been something else. So this is a Korean War movie. Um, it's about uh, an African American pilot. Uh, he's like one of the f- like three or whatever African American naval pilot. Um, and they're kind of the first barrage that goes into Korea when we um actually go to war with them. Which the Korean War is often called the Forgotten War, um, because it's in between World War II and Vietnam and. Um, it was smaller. And so a lot of people don't get recognized for it. Um, but anyway, um, the, it's a really good movie, like stunning cinematography. The like aerial scenes are gorgeous, but this is the really cool part about it. So the aerial scenes of them doing their fighter pilot stuff over Korea were filmed in the Yakima Valley. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, cool. and like the, in Wenatchee, like, so like that side, the Eastern side of the Cascades and then like kind of down into the Yakima Valley. Um, and so, and Columbia Valley. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's here and they were filmed in January cause it was like, they needed it to be snowy. So like there's a scene, um, where they're going into the city to do bombing and it's like Wenatchee. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
That's but, awesome. Yeah. I had heard that they had filmed part of the new Top Gun up somewhere in the Cascades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it Maybe must be- Maybe it's the same yeah, kind of know. area, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and so you'd recommend the movie? Yeah, or I just, would, okay. totally. Okay. Um, it was good, and it was beautiful, and it was a good story. And I mean, if you like that kind of war hero movie thing, um, it's really good. So, good and yeah. uh and it's still in theaters is yeah, that I think true so okay, yeah got mm-hmm. it Dude, it just came out a couple weeks ago so i think so i have not we have not kylie and i were talking we saw a, mo- a, a movie trailer on tv or something like that yeah and it was like in theaters now and we we're like when was the last time we went to the movie I theater know. it's been so <laughs> honestly long. this one this one would be a good movie theater one because yeah if you got like the cool visuals like that the, like, like a, i really wanted to see top gun in the theaters yeah. and we just didn't get around to it yeah. i don't remember why but yeah it's just weird that I, I mean, I guess, I don't know. During the pandemic, you're like, oh, man, are these going to survive? And then afterwards, I'm like, I just, I, I think I just got out of the habit. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. And it's not even, it doesn't even cross our radar screen when we're like, yeah. well, it's date night. I would recommend do? Devotion in the theater, though, because it is like a fighter pilot war movie. So the, like, on the big screen is good. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so mine is uh, on Friday uh, night. I got a text from a guy um, who wanted to... Uh, Go. We we're gonna go watch the World Cup USA game, Team USA oh, okay, yeah. game in uh, it, together. And he said, "Let's go. It's gonna be. We're gonna go to Moonshot Brewing over. Uh, at, it was gonna be at seven a.m. Yeah, on a Saturday they, morning. Yeah, uh-huh. And they opened up uh, the, this place for uh, soccer fans, and it was it was packed. Oh, really? It's not that big of a space. So when I say packed, there was probably like seventy five people, but in a space <laughs> that probably comfortably seats fifty. Yeah. And so and uh, at and on Saturday morning at seven a.m., it was just a really cool vibe. That's cool. Something about watching." sporting events in large crowds of people that you don't even have to know and like any close goal everybody's just, oh you know and and the energy and we lost 3-1 yeah and so it wasn't, wasn't even great. like like an excitement of that sense <laughs> but just a cool spot if you're looking for a great fun spot mm-hmm. especially cool things about Moonshot. It's, it's a it's a soccer uh it's a soccer pub oh okay and so lots and so if you're not into soccer like you know whatever that's fine but like that that's the decor so like mm-hmm. just be aware that that's happening i'm sure they do other games too but um soccer's unique in the timing wise of yes. when it's on tv uh-huh. it's not like nba is on nights you know yeah. and so this is kind of a different thing um so check them out and uh the beer was fantastic it was yeah. really good it was a cool and you can bring your own food in. they don't do the whole uh, oh, there's yeah, no food yeah. for sale mm-hmm. there so like grab whatever you want and bring it on in yeah and they allow dogs in there oh, cool. um, so like people had all their dogs and i don't know people with their dogs and a beer in their hand and their food of their choice at they're just friendlier <laughs> at 7 a.m <laughs> I don't know. The vibe was cool. That's it was cool. great. I've heard I've heard good things about Moonshot. So from location other wise, if you go up step toe, mm-hmm. um, like towards Gage, yep. and then you go left right before you hit the light at Gage, it's tucked back behind there. It's right next to like Smile Mile painting. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else that's behind over there. I don't know. There's like a McDonald's kind of by there. Um, anyways, if you hit Costco, you've gone too far. It's somewhere between oh, okay. uh, Steptoe and Costco. Got it. On the left-hand side. <laughs> You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out, everybody. But uh, check it out. It's pretty uh, cool. That's cool. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. We will be back with part two of our Advent series on Sunday, 9.15 and 10.30 in person, 10.30 online uh, on the live stream. Or you can catch it anytime on demand if you download the app. Just search East Lake Cities in your favorite app store, and you'll be able to figure it out from there. Yeah. Have a great week, Megan. Bye, everyone. See you back next week. You too, Brent.